Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge at Roosters on Nolan Tangy River Road. Snowy Columbus, Ohio. Mm. Can't stop us from getting in here for Monday to talk about Ohio State and in college football uh, as the offseason ramps up. That's Bobby Carpenter, Michael Bennett, and Justin Zwick. I am Austin Ward. Welcome back in. Uh, we've got no schlegs, but mm. still got three baskets of mac and cheese. Heck yeah. Oh, I would show the mozzarella sticks, but oh, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're basically couple, gone. A couple slices <laughs> yeah. of pizza. I got here late and this stuff was already <laughs> I Gandhi. worked quick. I ate before I even talked to these two. So. That's key. <laughs> I worked, and, worked. I think, and Bobby, Bobby had a salad. Or is it gone? Uh, no, coming? salad's on its way. Oh. Salad's mm-hmm. on its way. I would yes. like to eat some of these mac and cheese bites. Mm. On a little fast it. right now. It's going to be the Super Bowl is this, the day we're off, so I'm going to probably get roosters for catering then. Ooh, that's smart. This, yeah, this go strong. Just a stuff. bucket I, of mac and cheese bites. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't wrap my mind around that. How does that – why would you do that to yourself? Uh, you know, I mean, listen, you give up something you love for something you love even more, Austin. I mean, we're going to talk about dedication, discipline, you know, things like that. Yeah. Drive, the uh-huh. 3Ds. The 3Ds. There you go. Dip, dodge. That's, That's the, the problem. Most of, most of us <laughs> like the food more than the way we look. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. my problem. What about to say? Everybody's got you. I see what I do. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into uh, it's Normally, this would be a, a much busier week. We'd be talking about National Signing Day on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Not a lot for Ohio State to do, but we can get into that. You guys can tell some stories. Uh, Ohio State getting ready. Off-season workouts started today. The uh, early enrollees got out of their quarantine so they can get back into the woody. Uh, testing and get in there with Mickey Mirati. And then uh, those former Buckeyes went down to the Senior Bowl. There are four of them that played in that game on Saturday uh, as the draft talk heats up as well. So still plenty for us to talk about with these Buckeyes, starting with February 1, Mickey Mirati getting his hands on these guys. What uh, for these 15 early enrollees, which is, again, why there's not a lot to talk about for Wednesday, is everybody is signed and most of them are here. What are they about to get into over there? Uh, they're going to get number one. It's going to be a, a culture shock from just life and how it operates. You don't go, you know, going to high school. You go work out after school, hang out with your buddies, do whatever. And especially these guys, they've been like at home, probably doing hybrid, mm-hmm. going to school like every other day. You're going to be out of bed every day at five o'clock. You're going to be, you know, probably four forty-five. <clears throat> they're going to have food in your beak at five thirty. You're going to be lifting weights at six, six thirty, whatever it is. Then they're going to have more stuff for you right afterwards ready to rock, you're going to be going to class, study table, whatever it is. Even if it's virtual, they may make mm-hmm. them do virtual kind of, you know, in a socially distanced way in the Woody because you're not going to find a, a building with more square footage, I don't yeah, think, no and, mm-hmm. and, and fewer people in it. Like, that's the yeah. other thing. It's a lot of lot of opportunities there to get things done. So Only a few thumbprints getting in your yeah, door. <laughs> only a few thumbprints, exactly, especially right now. So that's number one. And then, obviously, the workout and how tough it's going to be, the grind that they'll be having to go through is going to be incredibly difficult. But if you look, it's it's very important because not many freshmen contributed this year. You know, they got a late start. They didn't have spring ball. They didn't have that time to develop their body. So, you know, Mick's going to be able to take this time and take this runway and hopefully get some of these guys to fill in some of these big voids, I think, that we need to see. I, I first think it's interesting how many guys are early enrollees yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when that shift happened, but, you know, it wasn't so <laughs> long ago that it would be two or three guys who would enroll mm-hmm. early and they would get that culture shock. But now – we got our whole signing class. Somebody mentioned that to me the other day, Michael, that 
the 2014 class, I believe, the year you guys won the national title, you had two early enrollees. So they would, on national signing day, the only guys we could talk to would be those early enrollees that were there. So it was Raekwon and, or maybe that, is that right? Yeah, Raekwon <coughs> McMillan and Johnny Dixon. And that was it. It was two guys for that class. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I understand it because it's – I think this is how it is just across the country now um, because of how competitive it is. You know, when I was when I was coming up, the guys that enrolled early, they did that extra six months to get your body right with a college strength coach is actually a lot bigger than I would have expected. Um, and so what these guys are walking into, exactly what Bobby laid it out perfectly. I mean, you, there's no way to prepare really for the rigors of college football coming from high school football. I mean – the, the time commitment, the workout intensity, and then what is expected of you surrounding football is just entirely different. So these young guys, generally, if you enroll early, either you've had a good mentor in your ear that says, hey, this will be beneficial to you, or you're just you know, more committed to the football aspect, whatever it is. Um, but they are, they're going to have to – they're going to get hit with a schedule, a strict schedule, going to get hit with an early mm-hmm. schedule. And then these workouts, you know, for the first week or something, they might come in bouncing around. But you get under that Mickey Marotti wing for a little while, and then you also have your school responsibilities. It's a culture shock. It'll take a little while to adjust to, but enrolling early gives you that grace <clears> period. <throat> and you get to come in in the winter when they're beating the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. That's what you want, an extra, <laughs> yeah, extra yeah, right? yeah. 6 a.m. Yeah. workout. So that's that's what, when, when, you're, when you make the decision to graduate early, you do think, that's what I want. I want to be in there. you know. And then you get there, and you're like, man. maybe I should have went to senior prom and kind of, <laughs> and kind of enjoyed my last uh, I, I few months. I should have ran track. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I should have been cruising with my friends. Oh, I'll never forget when, when, when Bob and I came in, uh, that was really the – I mean, Maurice was the, the only one in our class that came in early. And that was back, you know, before he played and everything, he'd actually – talk to me and you know he, I, i'll never forget him calling me when i'm back in oroville or wherever and uh dude you know when you're getting down here man this sucks you know like he, he was on he was on his own you know he didn't have the extra guys to come in and kind of bounce off what in the heck is going on right now it was just him in the weight room and all these upperclassmen guys saying we haven't really seen young guys come in early like this it's kind of strange and this guy's a beast and you know so everybody's looking at him like you know, gosh, you know, what, do, what do we have to do now? So, I mean, I'm sure it was kind of like he was on his own little island, you know, for a while because it wasn't something that really happened back then. But, you know, it worked out for him well because he got to go through spring ball and you saw what he did that next season. So, I mean, it uh, – but I remember him calling me. I, I'll never forget it. You know, just like he was – he didn't know what to do. You know, he just needed somebody else that he could kind of hang out with that was his – age 18 you know an 18 year old coming from high school to kind of understand what he was going through so it's it's different for these kids and you know you have so many now i think just because of how schooling and high school has went you know a lot of these guys are saying i don't want to stick around for this you know i don't be at home all day long doing virtual learning or whatever it is and let's just get out of here i thought about it when, when i when we were coming out because i you know i could have but uh you know, my parents and principal and everybody were kind of against it, just saying, you know, just enjoy your time here and, you know, you'll have all that in the future. You know, just kind of be a kid and live your life, which, you know, it's hard to argue with. We'll see how these young guys uh, coming in now kind of uh, join the team and, you know, get going. Yeah, it's interesting when you say that because that's my dad gave me the same advice. Like, you'll never get your uh, senior spring back again. Just, <laughs> just enjoy it. And I look back, kind of a pseudo-early enrollee, just didn't go to class. He was coming down for different reasons. Alex Boone, Justin. Ah, yeah. He would oh, just gosh. really come yeah. down for more of the evening activities. Uh, he would come down for the uh, 
<laughs> they're recruiting. They're, they're recruiting fun. <laughs> oh, you guys are having somebody in? I'm coming. I did that too, though, so I guess I can't say much. He, he came down, I think he would show up on Thursday night and leave like Sunday morning. Yeah. For, Not work out at uh, all, but just the workouts, I think. Show up at people's houses, couch surfing the whole time. But uh, you never get that time back. But you see some of these guys that come in early and it pays dividends. You mentioned mm-hmm. you know, Maurice. Some of these guys are able to come in and, and, and get it going. Garrett Wilson contributes as a freshman. But then other guys come in and like there's still like a two or three year plan to be able to get to the field. So it's going to be different for every guy and everyone has their own unique circumstances. And, and some of it, you know, they've had guys come in now that are injured. And it's like, that's great for those guys mm-hmm. to come in. If you're coming from an ACL or something significant, because no knock on a lot of, you know, where some of these guys are from, smaller towns, wherever it is. Trainers. You've got a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, recovery staff here from the trainers, the physical therapists. They're going to be locked in on you, and it's not, hey, go three times a week. We'll figure out what your insurance is and all this. No. Yeah. It's every day. Six Here's your goals. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to measure, and, and Stu's going to be on them all the time. And so that's it's really beneficial, I think, probably for guys who are coming off injuries to get that high-level rehab. And Mick's going to give them a workout yeah. that they yeah. can do, you know, knowing what their injury is and, oh. and, you know, what, and what he wants to do, which you might not get. You know, not everybody has a strength coach in high school, you know. That, and that's that just what it comes six down. months yeah. for an 18-year-old. I know you guys know how much an 18-year-old man's body can change in six months. And especially, I know for me, coming from high school, I'm eating Wendy's and Penn oh, yeah. Station. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you this look, is my you fuel. You like that when Schleich Salt got a hold of you, too. <laughs> <laughs> Reflexing. Be careful. He's on fast. That's six. Be careful. He's in ketosis. Yeah, I know. That's six months. Um, <laughs> it's massive, you know, because these guys know what they're doing. Exactly what Bobby's saying. You got the best strength cat, strength staff in the country. Mm-hmm. You got the best nutrition staff in the country. <clears throat> best weight staff in the country. And you get six months to do nothing but focus on that. Um, I can't remember the guys that were that came in early. I know Jeff Hireman was one of them, but I think we only had three or four. Uh, and those guys definitely looked different than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. I think throughout, I don't know if they were just you know built different from the start or not, but throughout those three four years, they had a better base to build on than most of the guys that would come in late. And I would assume that these young guys now in high school are starting to see how how important this is, especially if you're seeing it as a business. If your goal is to go to the NFL, every month, every year matters. Um, and going into college early and getting those even film sessions, just that is a massive amount, a massive head start. And when you see that year in and year out, I think we're that's what is accounting for this boom in guys showing up early. And, and one other piece, you know, because they talk about it as a business, one of the other things that you looked at, you know, getting in early, and you know, Justin, our roommate and good friend Doug Dadish came in in the <laughs> summer and he actually mm-hmm. took a class. I signed up and then ended up dropping it, but you get you're able to to get a little bit of that course load off of you and be able yeah. to start before your freshman year. You've got, you know, summer semester and then all of, on top of that winter. So that's why you see some of these guys who are able to graduate, you know, in three and a half oh, years yeah. mm-hmm. and you don't feel just the burden of all of that on you in the fall because you're able to kind of spread that out across your, your off season. Yeah, and you look at that. I mean, it's like, it's almost 30 guys over the last two years for Ohio State that have made that choice. And, and for people like Jack Sawyer or Travion Henderson that – People are anticipating a lot from as a true freshman. It was like there was never any doubt. This is what you almost have to do at this point if you want to play and start that clock and try to get, whether that's on the field or whether that's getting to the NFL or whatever, these guys come in with these plans and it's it's really shifted. And it's more important this year because last year what those guys, they have two classes now that are trying to catch up a little bit. Uh, and we'll see what that, what that means in spring practice because Kyle McCord – how much further behind Jay Z is he really yeah. uh, 
behind C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller, who didn't even throw a pass last year. Yeah, I mean, that, that was huge. And I remember, you know, this time last year talking about all the receivers that were coming in and these young quarterbacks and who, you know, how great it was going to be that they were going to get that spring practice. And then they end up just getting nothing, you know, and it's just like they're off on their own until the season started, basically. Um, so that that's huge for those young guys. I mean, they got to see, you know, they got to see Justin Fields, who's, you know, going to go down as one of the you know, better quarterbacks that played at Ohio State. They got to see how he, you know, his process, right, how he, had, how he approached practice, how he approached watching film. You know, so that is going to be big just because, you know, you're coming in and you think you, you think you watched a lot of film and you think you were doing the right stuff, you know, as a high school kid, but it changes a little bit and it's a little bit more, it's a little more in depth. And, you know, I think Justin showing those guys, you know, I think the kid coming in uh, is, is kind of behind the ball because they, they at least got to be around, you know, a really good quarterback for, for a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're going to have foot up. Also, they've been here a while. They're more comfortable. But, uh, you know, being able to go through spring three quarterbacks, I don't like it because you just don't have that many balls to go around, you know, to, to get that number one guy, uh, the reps. But uh, I'm sure Ryan will, will have a good, you know, do a good, good job of evaluating, seeing who they want to get the most reps, you know, and kind of fitting them in those positions. But, uh, you know, just it, you just you're good. You're happy for these receivers and these young guys that they're hopefully, I guess, knock on wood, they're going to get some practice this spring. Yeah. Which, assuming they get that, which Ohio State's on, you know, still planning to have a full spring, they want to do more simulated games to try and get all you know, the reps that everyone missed last year. Uh, Bob, is there somebody in this class or some position that you think is most pressing for Ohio State? I think you obviously look to the defensive side of the ball, outside of the quarterback position, because mm-hmm. everybody knows that needs to get taken care of mm-hmm. uh, when you're losing Justin Fields. But you lose four linebackers. Yeah. You know, you lose Sean Wade out of a secondary who's pretty young, you know, Cam Brown's going to be coming back into it, but out, you know, you saw Latham Ransom out there. Do we see Court Williams play at all? You know, in the secondary, I think that back seven is going to be critical for those guys understanding the speed, getting their bodies physically ready to go. And so there's going to be opportunities for guys to play. And, you know, there, there's some good, you know, veteran guys who haven't started a lot. You know, you talk about Dallas Gantt, with you at uh, Mitchell, like Taraja Mitchell, some guys who I think will step in there, Kayvon Pope at linebacker, but this back seven. They're going to be going against guys that are really good mm-hmm. in practice. And the best thing is, that, you know, in the passing aspect of it, you know, you'll get exposed. You don't know exactly what you need to be able to do, you know, quick, fast, in a hurry. But I think you saw some of that inexperience kind of show itself later in the season where you know, they're mixing and matching some guys, especially in the secondary, who maybe didn't play, you know, you know, they, they maybe didn't play free safety. They played nickel, but you know what? We're just going to throw Marcus Williamson back there because he's, yeah. he's a guy who knows at least what to do, mm-hmm. but maybe doesn't understand the idiosyncrasies of how to play the position when they move guys around just due to lack of reps. So that's going to be critical for the development of those guys, young guys, everyone back there, and they're going to be going against very talented wideouts who can expose them in a hurry. And, Michael, they've got to replace your guy, Trey Sermon, so – you know, they do. <laughs> I, you know, our running back room, I like our running back room. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Sermon definitely separated himself when it came to that Master Teague comp- competition. I mean, I'm still a big Master Teague fan. I think mm-hmm. the young man tries hard. I think he runs hard. Um, you know, you're given what you're given. And I think Trey Sermon was given a little bit more. So, But the guy's coming back. I think Master Teague will be a great leader, a great guy that to look to, to work ethic. I'd be interested to see what they end up doing with him. Um, but we saw some running backs, some young running backs with Mayan Williams mm-hmm. and uh, Steel Chambers. I know he's fumbled and they didn't they didn't give him the ball again after that. But he runs hard and he's he's loose, he's fluid. Um, Mayan Williams, everybody, he's electric every time he touches the ball. And we've got two five star All Americans coming in. Um, that 
running back room competition is going to be really, really exciting to watch for Buckeye fans, especially seeing how Trey kind of came into his own throughout the season. Imagine if we had had 13, 14 mm -hmm, games right. with Trey Sermon. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody mentioned it, but those first four games of a season, those are still it, – it's, you know, getting your feet under yep. you, getting – Coming off an injury. Coming know, off yep. an injury. New team, new offense. Exact New conference. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the Big Ten is a little different than some of these other conferences. Um, and it's definitely different than high school. So it'll be fun to see these guys go out there and compete for a starting spot. I'm sure we'll see a running back battle for the first couple of weeks until someone really establishes themselves. Uh, but I don't think that should be any worry amongst the Ohio State go. fan base when it comes to are we going to field – a, a stellar running back this year. Well, that's and that's what's interesting about that competition as well. Jay Z said, you know, it's one football. That's mm -hmm. one football for three quarterbacks and for five running backs, uh, who could be vying for that. Um, you know, people are just going to have to make decisions. Competition. Well, then you throw all the wideouts yeah. on the on yeah. the outside, and yeah. you got you love it. You got. I mean, like, what do you what do you do? Pick uh, your poison. <laughs> so you know, we'll get to that. Obviously, there's still about a month to go before Ohio, Ohio State starts those practices. Uh, two days until the early signing period. Uh, check out what Berman and Spencer Holbrook have been talking about on Talking Stuff. There's really only two targets left, and one of those recruitments could go all the way until at the end of April or May to get some Terrell Pryor flashbacks. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that you guys are, are big fans of that, but his is not really an attention-seeking move. Uh, he wants to visit, and nobody can do that. So uh, yeah. not, a lot, not a lot more that we can add to that that those recruiting guys haven't. But what this has changed so much since all three of you guys signed. Like, what – can you even imagine what it would be like to go through this process now compared to what you guys did? Well, it's expedited. And then last year, the fact, you know, a lot of these guys committed, you know, they didn't have visits. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how. Wild, right? <laughs> You're committing and sometimes you take visits during the season, which what was the NCAA ruling? If you don't have fans, you can't take have guys on campus. Dumbest, dumbest thing in the world. I'm glad that they're really doing a great job there. Continuing. Play, no, they've they've handled this whole thing really well, Bob. <laughs> go to a Clemson like game and see. sit in the stands or an Oklahoma yeah. game, but no. You yep. can't. And so that, that was one. They're making decisions based you know, without visits. Then you have the early early commitment period. And so I, you know, I committed, I think, a week or, week or two before signing day. Justin committed much earlier in mm -hmm. our class. And so it's nice, I think, to be able to do that. I like the fact that guys can take visits in the spring. And the fact that – I don't know if you could commit to a school, especially one across the country, if you've never even yeah. been to the campus. Pretty wild, right? And so the spring visits, I think, are something that's really helped Ohio State. I know they like to get them in the stadium and a lot of things, but if you can get guys here in your May and April when it's a little yeah. nicer sometimes, the weather's not as bad as Everybody's January. Everybody's people are outside. Yeah, people yeah. want to be out. Yeah, it's, it's a great representation of what this place can be. And so it's, it's awesome how that's kind of evolved. And I'm just curious to see how they begin to lighten some of this stuff up and if they allow some of these visits to happen this year. Yeah, I mean, that would be huge. I, I don't know what it would be like if it back in when I was uh, getting recruited, I recruited, I committed early too. I committed my junior year, um, but I only took a couple visits. I kind of once you get that Ohio State offer from Ohio, you kind of know where you're going. You can take some visits for fun, <laughs> but for the most part, you know that's the best option. Mm -hmm. um, but to not be able to even go visit Ohio State, like okay, maybe you're from Ohio and Ohio State gave you that offer, and you're like, okay, I want to go. You get a lot out of going to those visits. You get camaraderie with your teammates. Mm -hmm. You get to um, meet some of these guys that you're going to be spending a lot of time with. You get to meet coaches. You get to get a feel for the university. You get to have some fun. Um, so it's, it really sucks for these guys who are going into college now who don't get that opportunity to, to see those things. And I know a lot of guys who knew where they were going, and then they just took visits yeah. you know, in California or in Florida <laughs> yeah, yeah. just because – you know, that's it's almost like why, a reward. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You get this rare opportunity. You take advantage of your opportunity. Um, 
and these that's not what these guys are dealing with. So it, this whole year just feels so much more like a business <clears throat> than mm-hmm. it has in the past. You got to make so many more hard decisions with that aren't nearly as fun, right? Like it, for all of us, I'm sure it was really exciting to sign to Ohio State and to go through that recruiting process and all those things. But these guys, it's really like you got to sit down with a book and start going through pros and cons because mm-hmm. um, you don't have the opportunity to feel it out or anything like that. And that's just – it's a little bit more boring, but I mean <laughs> – It comes back to the business, you know, what you just said. It's more of a business now. And I, and I almost feel like it – not even in this year, the last few years kind of is yeah. where these guys look at Ohio State and say – they put how many DBs, you know, in the top 10 yep. year after year after year? I don't even care what the campus is like. I'm going there to play football because I want to be a top 10 pick, right? I mean, I think you see these kids just seeing, you know, the Alabamas, the Ohio State saying they're putting people in the NFL. That's where I want to be. Yep. I think I'm that good. I don't Who cares what, you know, this campus looks like? I'm sure it's nice. You know, they've gotten guys there for year after year after year. They've been really good. So I'm sure a lot of kids are just saying, I, I want to go be coached and be in that culture, be in that system to better myself and better my chances of going to the league. Seems like it's made it pretty easy for uh, Ohio State to recruit and for recruits to pick them on signing day on yeah. Wednesday. It's going to be probably a pretty quiet one, so we won't have to worry about that much, but we're going to take a quick break, get into some more Ohio State talk, uh, brought to you by Roosters on Letterman Live after this. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund, and that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise they donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live. Uh, r- wrapping up here on a snowy Monday, Mike is digging into that. We got buffalo mm. chicken pizza this week. It's oh, it's not his norm. It's not, it's, it's not your it's norm. Not. I, yo, I sneak a piece every now and then. I know you like to take it home. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is my favorite. But you, you had something really going there with the – what, you had pepperoni? No, pepperoni, bacon. Bacon. I mean, that one. That was, was legit. It was uh, a little bougie. Yeah, and then you – you, you moved down, so I didn't even have to look at it anymore. Now, this is no, no temptation whatsoever. <laughs> There's no problem Everybody with that. Everybody knows yeah. I'm not going to be eating that salad, and Bob's not either. So, <laughs> not a problem. Uh, Tuesday, by the way, is $2.00. Uh, $2 mac and cheese bites this week, so Schlegs will probably be taking that. Uh, I'm going to those and send them yeah, down. Well, he's going he's gonna to hop on the private jet. Ah. He's been on with Urban from ShotCon, going back and forth from Jacksonville. He'll be here, I'm sure, to get some mac and cheese bites uh, on Tuesday. <laughs> he's got a, he's got some familiarity with some of these Buckeyes who were at the Senior Bowl last week, Bob, and uh, this process, you, you guys have all been through it to get to the next level. It's It starts as, immediately after that last game for them. There's no time. You know, Michael, you, you win a national championship, you start training the next day to get drafted. I mean, uh, Jonathan Cooper played well. Baron Browning played well. Tough Borland had, some, you know, a tough Borland week <coughs> mm-hmm. of practice. I mean, they, they were starters, right, all three of them? Which means that it's it's up and down. It depends on what you ask him to do, how well he can do it. Trey Sermon was down there, um, you know, even though he was hurt and couldn't play in the game. So it's a weird process. There's no, There wasn't a Shrine Bowl or any of that. Don't know what the combine's going to look like, but – at least for you know, somebody like Jonathan Cooper or Baron Browning, they made seem like they made the most of that week. So the combine, I mean, it's not happening. I mean, it's going to be virtual. They're going to come to the schools. There'll be more on the pro days this year. But you know, Ohio, thankfully at Ohio State, you're going to probably you can get all 32 teams. Mm-hmm. I would imagine there, and they're going to send representatives. You know, when you have Justin Fields and guys like that, so they're going to be able to take a look at everybody. But I think it was important for those guys. If you feel 
like maybe there's things that you can do that weren't shown, especially for like a guy like Baron Browning, who's kind of spot played a little bit throughout his career. Package was last year. This year was more of a full time starter, but you know you only got so many games, and so his ability to get more film out there and show them, hey, I can pass rush, I can cover, I can do this, I can do that, and it was a, I think it was huge because you can do some of that stuff at the combine, but the act of playing football is very very important if you're a, you know a front seven or box player, and then also the fact that like you're not going to have your normal pro day either. Like, it's going to be weird. There's no combine. And so the, if you're a guy who's a talented athlete, I think is very skilled and just didn't have as much film, this was a critical piece for those guys to be able to go. And you could put Justin Hood in that category as well, who has had a lot of things, injuries for reasons he hasn't played. And then you get down there and you show that maybe you're a little better and you answer some questions that people had about you. I feel like Baron Browning is just be get, get going through the whole process that he just went through at Ohio State when he gets there. It's like, well, she – be an outside pass rusher, a middle mm. linebacker, outside linebacker, inside linebacker. NFL teams like <clears throat> prize that versatility, which is maybe good for him, but it also makes it hard to figure out maybe well, what they, he's going to do. They can move you around and figure out what you do well. And so, like, okay, this guy does this really well. Well, why were they having him do that before? You know, it's just let's, we'll just have him do this. And so that's kind of that mindset. You know, and he's a great rusher off the edge. It's what he did in high school. It's what made him a five-star guy. And you try to put him in the middle, and it's like, oh, that's great. You know, it, it it should work, but it doesn't always. And so let's go asking, go back to asking what he did really well before. And, you know, that, that I think that has benefited him immensely. Uh, to a point of Baron Browning, I saw a lot of guys who, you know, they make their whole career off of special teams. And they need that body type that is Baron, you know, that mm-hmm. uh, so, somewhere between six foot, six foot two, 240 pounds to 255. And so you say, oh, well, he'd be an inside linebacker, pass rusher, middle linebacker. Doesn't matter. He's there to play special teams, and they'll put him where he needs to be to make him useful enough to justify putting him on four-core special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's guys, it's guys like that who get the most out of a senior bowl. Same with Tough. It's guys like that um, who get the most out of a senior bowl because they want to see how you move. They want to see how you compete. They want to see, okay, if we bring this guy – everybody knows that these guys probably aren't going to be first-round picks. You don't need to be a first-round pick mm-hmm. to be successful in the NFL. Um, and these coaches want to see, like I said, how you move, how you compete, and then, okay, will you fit our scheme? Can I teach you? So if I have, a, they have conversations with these guys at the Senior Bowl, and you know, if you're dumb as rocks, that's a big, that's a big no. Even if you're athletic, unless you're going to be a first round pick, mm-hmm. they need to know that if I tell you or if I bring you in and give you this playbook, you are going to know this playbook by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that is how these young guys who. Uh, might not be first or second round picks. But that's how they end up looking up, and there's an eight-year NFL career because they have, they're, they're intelligent people, they're hard workers, and all of these guys are very in shape. They're fit. It's not they're like they're bad body guys going into the NFL. Um, so that opportunity to put themselves in front of these coaches and compete in real football, uh, especially coming off a year that they didn't have as many games, I think is huge for all of them. Well, and you go back and look at Ohio State where a lot of the starters, a lot of those guys who we're talking about were playing special teams, mm-hmm. doing that, yep. you know, as a starter at Ohio State. So the NFL looks at that, hey, they've done it. We have film of them doing this. We get to see them in person, just see, you know, how athletic we think they are, that sort of thing. But we know they're going to give all-out effort. They're going to ta- you know, make tackles. They're going to do what they need to do, be in their lanes on special teams, which, as you talk about, you can be in the league for a long time. If you're a guy that can bounce around, they can count on you to do what you're supposed to do, and then if they need you in a pinch to go play linebacker or go play something, you can. So I think that's big. 
My best example is Nate Ebner. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't been a starting safety in the NFL since he's got there. I think he's looking at, what, year nine with mm-hmm. three Super Bowl rings? Yeah. And he's the leader on that team. He's a captain year in mm-hmm. and year out. Um, those, you know, there are a lot, of, a lot of different avenues to be successful in the NFL. And, you know, everybody wants to be a first or second round pick. But these guys who aren't getting as much media, aren't getting as much press, but they have those intangibles. And they have, obviously, they take care of their bodies and all that kind of stuff. But those intangibles are the things that'll get you to stick around, even if you're bouncing around from team to team. I mean, if you've just been cut by four teams, you're looking at year five, these teams that are bringing you in. They need to know that you can learn the playbook. They need to know that you're going to give effort every single day in practice. And they need to know that if they throw you in there on Sundays, the lights aren't going to be too bright. And I think all these guys that went to the Senior Bowl have those qualities. Trying to remember, what did uh, you three do the day after your last game and you're trying to make <laughs> a career out of it? Like, what, what was the process like? I know some of these guys are like, well, we're going to go to, we're going to do Florida, we're going to go to Dallas, Phoenix, L.A., Malibu. Uh, Chase Young was obviously living a different life than everybody else today, he declared. but you know, Bro, Stay out of Malibu, Lebowski, <laughs> number one. <laughs> so let's talk about that. I was rehabbing my ankle, so it was get back to Columbus as quickly as I could and continue to rehab my ankle to be able to go you know, work out at the Combine. But, you know, some people traveled around, went to other places. That was all well and good. You know, everybody's going to be different. I, had to fin- I went to finish up school. I had some stuff to get done. And class-wise, so we stayed here. And, you know, A.J. Schlegs and I trained with uh, – our guy Butch Reynolds, and it was a unique thing. We, we went some places for a couple weekends here and there, but I wanted to make sure I was finishing up my degree, finishing up class, and then also finding a way to train. And you're trained in a very competitive environment with them, and it was it worked out really well, I think, for us. And we got to have you know the same routine, the same you know continuity, and with people that knew us, and I could still go and get rehabbed and do the same thing that I need to do after workout. So it was a it was a slam time, and you know, then you're going around and doing appearances and signing autographs and some a lot of stuff. And it was it was probably the most exhausting period of my life that I look back on. You know, probably the six to eight weeks, and mine was even a little longer because I didn't really work out at the combine. It was working out at senior day, so I had to you know pro day, so I had to go and wait you know another three or four weeks to get that done. And I need I needed it for my ankle, but it was just every day wake up, work out, go to rehab, go to class, come back. You know, if we had appearances, stuff that night, study, you know, talk to whoever I need to get done. And it was just spinning like that every single day. So, I mean, I, I didn't drink for like four months during that time. And that was, uh, I mean, that was something. I mean, it was a dedicated portion of my life. I want to make sure I was locked in. And thankfully, I don't know if I would have been able to physically handle it if I did. <laughs> four, four sober months, Bob. That's <clears throat> Yeah, I know, months. right? That's a lot to ask. Oh, it was a long, listen, draft day was awesome, though. So, I, or I, I guess even draft day, but then even the night after, uh, the night after, Pro day. Uh, pro day was oh, yeah. great. You know, the Applebee's right down the street, hopped over there. I mean, you know, I got slid in there because it took forever because they just let the coaches go as long as they wanted. Our position drills were like an hour apiece. It was supposed to be 15 minutes. Yeah. Clock would buzz. Just let them keep going. No one would stop <laughs> us. And so we were exhausted. And then, boom, got out of there. I believe the happy hour started like 4 o'clock. So just <laughs> dove right in. Boom. Uh, I mean, mine was mine was pretty different. I was coming off an injury, too. Um I was a mess after the national championship, so I had an assortment of like groin injuries and stuff like that to deal with. Uh, but my first, my first things that I was aiming at was get an agent and get a financial advisor, and then I went out to Phoenix to train at Exos. Um, I do think it would have helped me to stay in Columbus to do my rehab. You know, you go to a whole new training facility and a whole new uh, training staff. They don't really know yeah, what your don't know you or don't what know you. you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew a lot of guys who stayed back at Colum- in Columbus and trained here, and it worked out really well for them. 
But that three, four months, I mean, that's a, gr- that's a grind. You think, okay, finally done with my senior season or, or junior season, whatever it is, um, I can, you know, it'll be a little bit easier or I won't have as many responsibilities. Like, no, 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 because now you're thrown into the shark pit. Like, this is, <laughs> this is with the big boys. Um, and so these guys, people start getting in your ear and, and you start realizing how important it is and how much work you need to put in to prepare for the combine or the senior bowl or the pro day, or all the interviews, and all this kind of stuff, and it just doesn't stop. That's why they say your rookie year is the longest season, is because it doesn't start in September. Your rookie mm-hmm. year starts as soon as your last college game is done, and that is a long, a long time. Yeah, I've, I've been, you know, I've done some stories, whether that's, you know, going through the people preparing for the combine, or being at the combine, or draft diaries for the pro day, and all this stuff that you've talked about. You know, Bob's talking about not drinking working out multiple times a day, rehab 24 hours a day, because you're, mm-hmm. you're cramming this all into three months, basically. Mm-hmm. And then I've heard it over and over. Well, it's the biggest job interview of your it life. Is. And it, it is. It's potentially life-changing money. So when you're making sacrifices to do it for three months and working out twice a day and you know eating you know, just whatever, chicken mm-hmm. and eggs. Mm-hmm. And like, that was so much know. grilled chicken. <laughs> so <laughs> much. <laughs> that's, well, that's two gallons of water. We, 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 we had a Texas Roadhouse we had to go to, so I had to not eat the rolls <laughs> with the butter, the honey oh. butter. It was like the worst thing in the world. They're You're there, nasty. and it's like, oh, give me no. grilled chicken and rice. This sucks. <laughs> they couldn't just get you to uh, LA. Couldn't do it. It was r- so, rough. Yeah, we all sit here and talk about that, and you say it's the biggest job interview of your life, and it's something that you love to do. Mm-hmm. And frankly, when you think about you know, when guys start playing football, start playing sports, I mean, you've got your 21, 22, maybe 20, 23. Schleich was like 26. Um, but <laughs> you've got like 15 years of your life wrapped up into that mm-hmm. at a minimum. Yeah. And so I always laugh. Like some of these guys go and look like trash at the combine. I'm yeah. like, and that's why coaches get worried. I'm like, it's not that you have to be great, and I'm going to judge you on this, but if you can't like sacrifice some things and get it together for three it's like months. like the guy who would get the positive test. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't, you can't <laughs> not smoke for. They call it an IQ <laughs> test. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, dude, you know, everything that's yeah. going to come. You're telling me that you can't, you know, yeah. not smoke dope and eat right. And like try to do things for just like Be in shape. six to eight weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really it. And so it becomes like a matter of how intelligent are you one. And then literally do you care about mm. anything Yeah. except <laughs> for just like feeding your selfish beast. And yeah. so, yeah, there you go. As hard as that, as hard as that three or four months is, it for me was some of the greatest months because that was my first time going out to Phoenix in the winter, mm. and that you know that's life changing. You go out there, <laughs> what? Yeah, well, it's beautiful outside. Look outside hey, the yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love Columbus. <laughs> when you hit that highway and the sun's hitting you and there are mountains all around you, <laughs> wow. that was, that and was it's a good February time. And, and you're just February. like, this is amazing. Oh, I've never experienced that. Um, <laughs> So it was it was a really it was a freeing time it was a cool time but yeah it is all business you know we would work out twice a day and if you're injured I know Bob had to probably do it but if you're injured you're getting treatment when you're not working out like that's once again it's you're preparing for the biggest job interview of your life this is a once in a lifetime opportunity um, you can't you can't be you know can I piss it away? You can't yeah. be pissing that away. No kids watching. But. <laughs> I think it's it's okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's, not, a big, that's not a big yeah. one. But, yeah, you can't just be um, being flippant about it. You have to mm-hmm. really put yourself to it. you got to be grinding. you got to be working. Um, but it's a rare opportunity where you can do that somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and you can do that to – you can really focus on it. Like college was a step up from high school, how much time you could put into your body and into your craft. And then as soon as you're done with college – the whole day can be applied to your craft if you want, if you have that kind of discipline. Um, and like Bob said, that's that's kind of what these coaches are trying to see is what are you willing to sacrifice when nobody else is holding your hand. Uh, and it's a tough time for a lot of guys, but 
it's just a time. It's a time to grow up. No, yeah. no honey butter, grilled chicken. Mm, no, I couldn't. Gosh, I got to fly to Hawaii That's right after my bowl. last game. No, that was nice because <laughs> we, we had the hula bowl. Yeah, there. so there was five or six of us that got to go out there. So we jumped on a flight from uh, that debacle against Florida and flew out to Hawaii. Oh. Got some sunshine, and then I uh, went to Nashville. Worked out, and me and Brandon Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Had the same agent. We went down to D1 in Nashville. That was before the D1 was up here in Columbus, right, yeah. Bob? I think, yeah. A long time ago, but. What, what was the uh, hula bowl experience like, Jay-Z? Hula bowl was great. Um, you know, Ohio State, we always talk about, you know, just the sheer number of fans and this and that. I mean, the alumni club out there, day one. We're here. You got a driver. You got, you know, I had a guy took me to North Shore. I mean, we, we went, we had some time, you know, they, they allowed the bull did to have some time to go see the place. And, uh, you know, the alumni club just was out there telling us all the stories about how early they get up to watch the games and all that. But, uh, you know, it was a good time. Met a lot of cool dudes, you know, practice it. You know, it was the hula ball. It's the probably the third or fourth one down the, down the rung, but, uh, or down the ring, but, we had a good time. You know, it was a good time with five or six of us that were there. We got to hang out a lot and, uh, you know, had a big Ohio State feeling towards the team. That was probably a blast. Yeah. It, it was about right. third or fourth down the ring. I looked a little jealous Well, right yeah. There. I mean, <laughs> talk about you, get you want to be at the senior bowl. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, that just is what it is. But, yeah, when, when I got that call, I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole fam. Hey, we're going to Hawaii. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot, lot of people that are angling to uh, start giving you some time and some money as soon as you get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, agents and all that deal. It's I just, it's got to be head spinning when you guys get done and instantly shift to that, how how quickly and difficult it is. But you guys all pulled it off pretty well. And then, you know, like Jonathan Cooper right now, he's he's getting some uh, Letterman Row Buck IQ money. So as soon as you're out, you go. here we Boom. go. Yeah. Here, take take Bring some money in. and do some work. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Um, maybe he'll be here uh, to join us and eat some, eat some wings, eat some mac and cheese bites. Uh, not eat a salad like Bob uh, next week as we come back and keep talking about Ohio State football all year round. Thanks to Roosters for having us in for Letterman Live. That's Justin Zwick, Michael Bennett, and Bobby Carpenter. I am just Austin Ward. We'll see you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.